are now listening to the Outsiders of Horror Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to another fun-filled episode of Outsiders of Horror. This one entitled Scary Stories That Will Give You Goosebumps. Uh, yeah. With me, as always, is the gang. Say hello to Miss Nightmare Toys, Christy. Hello, everyone. We have the grappling wrestler himself, Mr. Farmer. That's right. You're all fucking welcome. <laughs> <laughs> And we have Captain Hemorrhoid himself, Mr. Bay. The ass scavenger himself. That's going to be my wrestling name. Captain Hemorrhoid coming to pop all over your ass. (laughs) (laughs) The blood blister. I mean, hello, everybody. Thanks for listening. How is everyone? It's been another eventful Week, it seems like not really for me. I I ain't got a life, but <laughs> but how is everyone else doing? <laughs> doing doing better, doing better. Not a hundred percent, but doing better. Not I'm good. Good for ass play, I'm good. Busy at the store. And uh, FYI, everybody, Christy is drinking this week. Oh, it's a it's a first. It's a first for the outsiders. Christie's drinking was like, Mike's hard lemonade. <laughs> I, was, I think we're all drinking on this episode, so this mm. should be a fun episode. Yeah, buddy. For for an episode that was supposed to be our gateway into horror for the tweeners, we're all drinking. We're setting bad examples. <laughs> right. So crazy. Uh, well. <laughs> we reminisce yeah, about so the old times, right? Reminisce. 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 I still don't know how to spell that word. No, it means. Well, that's what Google is for. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, but to uh, I guess start things off, we have lost another Hollywood legend, sadly, Mister. Peter Fonda has passed away. Peter Fonda. I know the name, but I couldn't tell you what he's done. Well, funny. I would say mainly known for Easy Rider. Right. Um, But he did do, uh, I believe, one or two episodes of Alfred Hitchcock's Hour when it was on TV. Um, He did have a phenomenal role with Nicolas Cage and Ghost Rider. I know everyone loves that. (laughs) Are you sure about that? No, it was was sarcasm. (laughs) (laughs) But, um... And then he was also in Escape from L.A. So, who doesn't love Snake? I was playing along with sarcasm. I liked Escape from L.A. I mean, the the fucking visual effects in that were awful. (laughs) (laughs) They were awful. Escape from LA was an amazing movie. It's a goddamn classic. My favorite scene is when he has to play basketball. He has to run up and down the court and make all those baskets. Just him surfing. Love that scene. Was the movie (laughs) the surfing scene? Him him playing basketball. He could have been in the NBA. (laughs) 
Thanks to uh, movie magic, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Peter, Fonda, rest in peace, my friend. You no longer have to work with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Nicolas Cage like seems a good like a good guy. He just makes bad decisions. Bad I mean, our uh, our buddy Robert Hall just got done working with him, so we should probably ask him how he really is. <laughs> yep. Can't wait for that. That's got to be a badass movie. It's got. It has to, to right? To star Nicholas Cage and and Tony Jaw. I mean, come on. I'm ready for it. Uh, Faye, do you want to take over news this week? I I, I wrote down a few news things because I didn't know how many you were going to have. Well, after Fonda, um, I got five. Which we probably have the same ones. (laughs) Um, You know what? Let me at least start with this. Universal and Blumhouse have pulled the cord on The Hunt, which I'm sad about because it looked phenomenal. But because all these douchebags running around with all their fucking guns killing people, it's reasons why we can't have movies like this. Amen. Like, there has to be some sort of refinement constrictions now because of this shit. I know there won't be. Um... And I, I get people have a right to their guns or whatever, but like, let, let's stop the shitty people from having guns. They're causing all these issues. Right. It seems, it seems like every week there is a mass shooting of some kind, and it's bullshit. Right. Our, our friend Miko was in lockdown in Chicago because there was a shooting in a VA hospital. How was it that you know we were supposed to, we went from the land of the free to the land of the fearful? Right. Like, I, and, and I'm not pointing fingers at anyone. Like, it's they could say, oh, you know, it's the horror movies, it's the heavy metal music, it's the video games. No, it's because they're fucking psychotic, flat out. Well, I mean, if the school shooters like fake could just calm the fuck down, that would be great for everybody. I would never do such a thing. <laughs> but I love how uh, since. You know, politics are such always involved with all these things. I I follow this one person that's it's a movie about people trying to kill supporters, and that movie does need to be taken down. And, and fucking liberals always crying about this and that. I'm like, you're the one that's crying every damn day about something on on Facebook. I'm like, this movie shouldn't be taken down. My local theater's still rocking the posters, by the way. I went the other day to watch Scary Stories, and there was a big old poster for the hunt, September 27th. I'm like, eh, that's not right. Yeah, yeah. No, it, and I mean, like I said, the the movie looked awesome, and it, it kind of had like that Hunger Games feel to it, mixed with uh, the Purge, which I and get the pest. The, yeah, and the pest, and I get that like <laughs> these movies in today's climate shouldn't really be made because of issues like these, but it's it's still like a somewhat form of entertainment to get away from our shitty lives. Only for those people that take it seriously. Right, right. Like, it, it's seriously only a matter of time before the purge actually fucking happens. Kyle. And that's scary as yep. shit. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I know who I'm going <laughs> after first. Hey, uh, uh, John Lithgow? God damn, man. 
<laughs> purge or not? That's the question. Oh, not purge. Well, I'll turn off all my purge, lights. So I'd rather the purge. Huh? No, no purging for me. I will throw my dog at anybody that tries to invade my home. Sorry, Gizmo. Yeah, I mean, you're, <laughs> you're, already, you're, already, you're already facing the purge with your fucking massive hemorrhoid collection. Right. <laughs> collection. Limited edition, by the way. Alright, that's, that's my little rant. So, Faye, go ahead and take over. Oh, no, I gotta see you left. Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> he just said somebody right, was knocking well, on his door. <laughs> in that case, happy 50th anniversary to the Haunted Mansion. Nice. Can't be- yeah, can't believe it's that long. Shit. Yeah? And it's still popular. Kind of mm-hmm. weird. Yep, and we're getting new Funko Pops for it, too. Yeah, I, I saw that. It seems like there's a lot of Haunted Mansion merch coming out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, well, Nightmare Toys will have the Funko Pops. <laughs> oh, here we go with the, the whole routine of shameless plugs. Exactly! <laughs> Where's the plug for Faye's ass when we need it? <laughs> And a word from our sponsors, Faye over here at Preparation H. When you need it, he's got it. <laughs> that was good, Farmer. I was like, are you, are you, are you um, have all the Us costumes pre-ordered for your store? Yeah. Because I know Tots just put all those up for pre-order. Mm-hmm. So Faye can yep. go trick-or-treating this year as a character from us. I hated the movie, but I ordered all that stuff, and I ordered the Funko Pops, too. Yeah. <laughs> Way to make sure you added that you hated the movie. Exactly. <laughs> Faye's going dressed as the ass goblin for Halloween. <laughs> incorrect. He bursts in the night with his hemorrhoids. Oh, my God. <laughs> No, actually, my costume is going to be the Swedish chef. Thank you. That was pretty good, guys. You know, speaking of the purge, right? I'm working on it. I'm going to be practicing between like now it. and October. I'm going to sound exactly good. like the fucking Swedish chef by the time October rolls around. But no, speaking of the purge, it's weird that we're talking about the purge and all of a sudden I've had two different people knock on my door since the start of this episode. One was my fucking brother. He's like, oh, sorry. And he tried to jump in and say hi. I was like, you're on mute. Shut up. <laughs> and then the next one was a UPS guy dropping off some shit. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a bomb. I don't know. But yeah, the purge is happening, and I'm about to die. So let's let's make this episode good. <laughs> All right. So uh, what else is good? Oh, so we're me and Farmer the only ones that like the Haunting of Hill House. Am I, am I correct by this? You guys no, didn't I care liked about it. Oh, did you? Yeah. Babe? I liked- were you the one that was against it? I wasn't against it. I just haven't watched and don't plan on watching. Well, you so. piece of crap. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, I, guess, I guess they just announced an extended cut for Blu-ray. Oh. Okay. So I, I don't know exactly how extended, but you can order it now on Amazon. Isn't it a show? It is a show, but it doesn't mean that they can't like add stuff like into ex- it. And like, what's the Blu-ray going to be? Just like, like the series or like the season, or, or yeah. are they done doing it? Is it just like a one series done type of thing? Or, it, it, I guess it's like an anthology to where every season it's a different like. Uh, okay. Or so like the new one is Bly Manor, 
uh, I'll probably pick it up just to see what it's like. I don't know why they wouldn't just do it all like on Netflix. Yeah, you have freedom. Fucking do it. Right? Yeah. That. Yeah. That's that's what's. It's a Netflix show, but yet they're gonna release an extended Blu-ray version of a Netflix show, and they just put it on Netflix. And money talk. I understand that, but come on now. Uh, yeah, but I don't. I'm not gonna watch either versions. <laughs> and y'all forced me to. If we're gonna do an episode on it, then I'll watch. <laughs> what does season two start? Do we know? Uh, if I had to guess, probably Halloween. Okay. If I had to guess. My goal is just to pick movies that Faye hates. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Well, speaking I mean, of Netflix, though, well, I get to pick movies every once in a while, so when it comes to my turn, I'll make sure they're movies that you hate, that you hate, which will not be hard, because there's a lot of shit that you hate out there. So, wait, anyway, wait. speaking of Netflix, did you see that they they announced that there's going to be a sequel to The Babysitter? I did. Yeah, McGee's returning to direct that song, bitch. Did you like The Babysitter? I did. I did, too. I, I see a lot of mixed re- reviews on it, but I enjoyed it. It was different, I thought. Yeah, I, I thought felt it was like McG. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely a McGee production. Mm-hmm. I like it. I'm yeah. excited. Part two. Babysitter that's part of a, like, a satanic cult or whatever. That, that's fun. Yeah, Where was uh, those babysitters when I was a kid, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Samara is getting uh, pretty popular. From what I hear, Ready or Not is fucking phenomenal. So yeah. I think yeah, that's out uh, next week, I believe, or two weeks. Mm. What else you got, Stringy Baby? That uh, da, 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 da. oh, Zombie Land is getting a scare zone for the Halloween Horror Nights. How big is this fucking place? Well, I, this, I, this is what, I, I was like looking at it, like between the two sites. It seems like. Horror, Horror Nights LA is getting all the main shit and uh, Orlando is getting like a few things here and there. Oh, so, okay. So some I mean, of these are for like one side and some of them are for another. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know if it's just they, uh, Universal never updated their sites um, but it seemed like Horror Nights Hollywood had the bigger attractions. Mm-hmm. I'll, uh, I'll Last year they, uh, they they bought me out of my Sam and Killer Clown costumes. Last year. <laughs> well, they're probably going to be doing it again this year. <laughs> yeah. Rock on. What were you saying there, Mouthy Farmer? I'm going to Horror Nights in September in LA. And L- I was going to say which one, LA. Nice. I, I was say take lots of videos and yeah. post this. Come back and tell us all about it. Yeah, share. I'm I'm gonna, I'll, uh, I'll record some voice memos like I did in the Texas Friday when I was shit faced <laughs> in the stairwell, screaming <laughs> at the top of my lungs for news updates. Right. <laughs> oh, while your roommate is sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. Fighting <laughs> over fucking mozzarella sticks. <laughs> you know, it was the best of times. You know, I can't wait till uh, 2020. It's gonna be lit, even if the guest list is a big pile of dog shit. it's it's still gonna be a great time so lloyd lloyd i'm calling you out what the fuck is happening with this with tfw you're looking like a shittier version of days of the dead what the fuck (laughs) they're just getting started on announcements 
Like, well, when yeah. they got started last year, guess what? Tim Curry was the first motherfucker their name dropped. Right. And then now, I mean, Tony Todd is no fucking headliner. He's right. the headliner. Right. So, I mean, no, Clay Barker is, though. And, and, yes, yeah, but he was just there two years ago. So, I mean, even though I'm That's a big true. Clive mark, but, I mean, still, it's it's not enough to make me want to sploosh my wallet open. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Just still getting that Clive Barker auto, though. Right. Well, just thank you. I'll have more money to uh, spend on me for beers, so it works out great. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That and, ab- that and abortions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you did not just say the a word, sir. That's fucking horrible. <laughs> yeah, fucking retard. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Listen here, you thunder cunt. Oh, and the cunt word. <laughs> what else can we say? Twat. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, isn't this supposed to be the family episode? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, we really are bad influencers. Mm-hmm. This episode's going to get an explicit big old E on the next, right next to it for sure. Oh, easily. The fact that all of them happen is kind of <laughs> right. confusing. Right. And don't forget okay. to check out Rocket Shock October 11th through the 13th in Worcester, Massachusetts. Yes, I forgot it was commercial break. <laughs> I was like, they they just announced uh, three more names today for it. What We're names? Uh, Which woo. names? Uh, today they announced Mr. Ken Forey. Hey, right. Mr. Dan Yeager. Yeager, how you pronounce his last name? Yeah, the guy that was Leatherface. Well, let's go with that. Jaeger, and it's then like uh, Mr. Bomb. Uh, Bill Johnson, who I'm excited to meet because Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two is better than one. Yeah, I've said it. No, 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 no. Texas Chainsaw Toby Two is overrated. <laughs> is that your overrated pick of the week? It better not be, because I'll be disappointed. No, no, I stick. With, I try to stick I with three. themes every week, but I was just letting you know it. <laughs> Two oh. is is yeah, well overrated. Speaking <laughs> of Texas Chainsaw Part Three, Kate Hodge was one of the guests announced for Dark Xmas here in Manor. Nice. So come see her and me, as well as Lisa Wilcox and Mark Price. And no, not the Nickelodeon Mark Price, the Mark Price from Trick or Treat. <laughs> Oh, the the host. I, I know that's not, <laughs> but the Nick Loading one you're talking about. That was the host of like uh, Double Dare. Double Dare. Right? Yeah, Double Dare. Yeah, that was my shit. I wanted to be on that show so bad growing up. Me too. I had the game. <laughs> <laughs> Did you play with your college kids? Because I mean, college kids really old when no, they. No, <laughs> that show has been around for a very long time. Thank you. It's been around. You've been around. Crazy. You've been around for a very long time. Look, I'm only forty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll go with forty. We'll go with that. Wink, wink. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> I guess back back to news. Um, how do you guys feel about the interactive movies? Oh, uh, yeah, the whole uh, choose your own choose your own adventure stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay, gotcha. How are they going to do that? Well, I mean, it worked with. Netflix for uh, Black Mirror to where you got to choose your options. 
I don't know how it would work in theaters, though. Because it says that you have to use your phone to choose your options. But the theaters are always yelling at you for having your phones out. Right. So, I have a hard enough time picking my seat at the theater. I don't want to fucking have... But yeah, interview. so... I guess uh, Mr. Alex Aja is uh, doing an interactive movie with uh, Amblin. That'd be cool. So, I don't think it'll go to theaters. Nightmare on Elm Street. Wait, say that one more time? I'm just glad it's not Nightmare on Elm Street. Yet. No, I don't think it's going to be Elm Street. Spielberg wouldn't know what to do with Elm Street. (laughs) (laughs) Except hire Harrison Ford. You leave Harry alone, okay? Hey, Harrison Ford is the bomb, but uh, he'd, be, he'd be a good cop. He'd be a good dad to uh, Nancy. Uh, yeah, that's all the news I got, babe. What you got? Well, I got uh, Neil Blomkamp is no longer directing Robot Re- RoboCop Returns because of scheduling conflict. Because he's he's working on his movie, his current project. It's supposed to be like a I don't I don't know exactly what it is, but he's working on some kind of project, and the studios for RoboCop Returns wants to go ahead and do it now. They don't want to wait, so they're just going to go ahead and get a different director instead of him. Yeah, because MGM is hemorrhaging money left and right. But I mean, Neil Blomkamp does respect that, according to his like Twitter or whatever. He respects that decision. He's like, hey, I, I can't wait to watch it with the rest of the people in the crowd. Just hopefully the director kind of has a similar directing style as he does. If we were going to try to bring back, you know, the original. Because it's supposed to be a direct sequel to the first one. Since yeah, that's the trend these days. You know. This seems now, though, the second franchise that he's either been kicked off of or has parted ways. Right. Because right. it happened with Alien, and now here it is happening with Robocop. So maybe he shouldn't be doing franchises. Maybe he should just be doing his own shit, like he's doing now. Which I mean, I like his films. Um, I've enjoyed all his films. So hopefully his horror movie, I guess that he's doing now, is going to be on par or better with them. Hopefully, it's a matter of wait and see, sir. Wait and see. And then the last thing I have is for uh, video game nerds and wrestling fan nerds alike. Uh, WWE 2K20, they're doing a pre-order for a, 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 a horror content pack for uh, the pre-release for their WWE 2K20 called, uh, what is it called? Bump in the Night. It's going to be all horror themed. It's going to feature Ray Wyatt's new character, The Fiend. You can play along with him. And then there's also going to be a bunch of like mini games, like uh, you, you can be Seamus dressed as Sean from Shaun of the Dead, fighting off a bunch of fellow uh, uh, wrestlers that are zombies. <laughs> so you know Chris I'm down to be that. all about that. <laughs> right. Let's play. Right. <laughs> uh, what, a couple what about of new the, uh, what about the game like that. that uh, all, all I saw was you, you, there's a there's a Braun Strowman Frankenstein mashup. Stroman Stein or something like that. I don't know. Bring a couple of new arenas. Yeah. Now I would say for to get it, did you have to pre-order the deluxe edition or can you pre-order just the regular one? As far as I know, you you just have to pre-order the regular one, and you can get that as an option. And if you don't get it at the pre-order, then it's gonna be fourteen ninety nine after that. But it comes with a lot of cool stuff, like a lot of shit that you can do for your customizable characters. It's gonna have new arenas, uh, 
going to be more horrorized. Like, there's going to be a Finn Balor Demon King type of thing. But he's looking more like a dude from Game of Thrones, the frozen-looking dude. I never watched Game of Thrones. But Night King, or whatever his name is. Yeah, looking like a Darth Maul that's frozen, you know. But yeah, but no, I'm I'm down for, to play as the Fiend or as, to play as Seamus as Sean from Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, I gave up on that franchise a long time ago. I did too until this fucking pack got announced. I'm like, damn it. Now I'm gonna have to get yeah, to but this I mean, you, they could just put the Wyatt's character into the fucking game itself. Like, they didn't have to do it as a download. But that's how it is with all video games these days. They they release the game, and they're going to try to entice you with these cool downloadable packs. Yeah, except no yeah. one buys the packs. <laughs> right. Unless it's fucking Fortnite. But it makes sense if you pre-order it, because the game drops, like, October 22nd. So it's Halloween season. We'll have a horror-themed pack that you can get if you pre-order. Stuff like that. So I'm, I'm down with that. Me being a wrestling fan, too. Three out of four of us are wrestling fans, so. <laughs> I used to watch wrestling when I was a kid. Now, come on now. Who was your favorite wrestler when you were a kid? Like uh, Bruno San Martino, Gordis George? Um. <laughs> no. <laughs> I actually really liked um, the Junkyard Dog and Hulk Hogan when I was a kid. Hulk Name Hogan. Robin Hogan. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, well, junkyard Snake. Dog, though, that's that's a nice name drop there. Oh. Junkyard Dog. Kind of I junkyard. like Jake the Snake too, because I always liked him. You know, I like snakes. I kind of had a fascination for snakes when I was a kid. So I liked him too. And then I started watching it again, like I don't know, like late '90s, early 2000s. I watched it again for a little while, and then I just got back out of it. That's all. Just got busy. So I went to a live event when I was a kid, and we actually got front row with my dad and Jake the Snake came out and after the match was over Jake was taking a snake around and when he got to us I screamed bloody murder I had to flip <laughs> out my dad had tagged me to the concession area calm me down and I was so scared to even go back out so I missed like a couple matches because my dad was trying to calm me down I'm like the snake is still out there I'm not going I'm not going <laughs> but, and he's really cool I did meet him he's really nice Smell. Yeah, he's pretty cool. That was, that was my son's first wrestling autograph was Jake the Snake. But yeah, that's all. That's all my news. That's all your news. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, then that takes us into recent watches. <laughs> Which, from what I hear, Christy actually has some watches. I actually watch stuff. <laughs> so we're we're gonna let her lead off. Yeah. Take us off, dude. Alright, so I watched the Dead Detectives that Brian you talked about last week. Yes. Very good. That was funny. That was that was a pretty good that was a fun movie. I really enjoyed that one. That was on what Shudder, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm not usually into comedy horror, but I liked it. Um and then I watched I got into a universal monster mood and I watched a really good documentary um on amazon prime called monster madness the golden years of horror and really good documentary thorough documentary on universal monsters if you like that you know i recommend watching that documentary oh yeah and um then i watched yesterday i watched a pretty good movie um what's his name darren lynn yeah um yeah that's good 
yeah, I actually really enjoyed it. I didn't think I... I wasn't really expecting much going into it. I just wanted to watch something, and I'm glad I watched it, actually. It was a good movie. It, it had a lot of... Um, had a lot of gore in it. Um, like, torture kind of stuff a little bit. Um, so if you're not into torture things, I wouldn't watch it. But um, basically... A girl's, you know, she's homeless, pregnant. She goes and uh, a nun introduces her to their convent, but it's not really a convent. It's like an old house. And really what all they want to do is just sell their pregnant girl's babies, but they torture them the entire time that they're there at this convent. I don't want to give anything away, but there's um, a few things that are kind of disturbing in it, but I really did like the movie, so I suggest watching that if you want to watch something new. And uh, that was on Netflix. So, but that's about it. That's all I watched. Hell yeah. Nice. You watched stuff tonight this week. I nice. Did. <laughs> <laughs> did you? <laughs> I did. I did. Uh, I, know right. I'm the, I know I'm the other one that's guilty of uh, randomly not watching shit. <laughs> Besides, like, stuff that's related to our, our topics tonight. Uh, watched one that's not related to anything we're talking about at all, but everybody knows I'm a big Kevin Smith fan, Jason Mewes fan, so I watched uh, Madness in the Method. Jamie is a director. I think it's safe to say to talk about this on a horror show because there is some cool like blood and violence in this movie, and I was actually pretty impressed with Jamie Mewes' directorial debut. It's about him wanting to... Uh, be a more serious actor because he's always because he plays himself in this movie and he's trying to be casted into a more serious like academy award worthy movie and everybody's like no you're that stupid stoner fuck from the jay and sign the bill movies and shit like that but so then he takes the whole uh, method acting to a whole new extreme and is actually murdering people and trying to perfect his crap and there's a cool twist at the end i'm not gonna give it away because i want people to watch it but I was actually pretty impressed with it. I mean, it's clearly a directorial debut from somebody that's never directed anything before in their lives. But for after saying that, though, I mean, I, I, I was impressed with the twist and the writing and the directing. It, it's a solid flick. I wouldn't say buy it, but if you have the chance to like, rent it at least, it's worth like the four bucks or whatever. Watch it. So it's a red box watch. Yeah, yeah, there you go. A red box watch. Uh, and the other one, though, I'm super excited to talk about because we talked about it before, and I was so stoked when we brought up the Banana Splits movie. Yeah, I just watched that today. Oh, man. <laughs> I I was so excited because I, I dropped on uh, on demand. The the discs come out in, <laughs> on the 27th, I believe. It wasn't available for rent, but I was like, fuck it, I'm so excited for this movie because I'm familiar, because it's based on an actual kid's TV show from the early 70s, and I'm familiar with it. So I was like, hell yes, take something that's family-friendly and make it horror. So I, I bought it digitally, and I watched it, and I was not disappointed. There there was some cool kills. It was cool seeing these people that I'm fam- like these characters that I'm familiar with killing people in some pretty brutal ways. Uh, I like how they're trying to say that these are animatronic characters, even though in the original show they never even said that they're just people in suits, pretty much. But I, I highly recommend this movie if you're into like 
Christy, old school slashers, blood, and <laughs> I don't think there's any boobs. I don't recall, but there's yeah. a lot of blood. Yeah, right. yeah, there's no, definitely no a lot of blood and gore. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of blood and gore, and I definitely recommend it. Even if you're not familiar with the banana splits, it's still entertaining. If you are familiar with the banana splits, definitely check it out because you'll get a good old kick out of it. Yeah, very Which fun. makes me think, man, I really want more actual kids' shows turned into horror movies. Teletubbies would be the most terrifying oh, horror film awesome. of all time. Right? Yeah, it's terrifying <laughs> now. So. That or like a horror version of Barney or some shit? Yeah. Right. Anything like that. But Teletubbies is number one on my list of what I want to see turned into a horror movie. I think that would be one of the scariest movies I've ever seen of all time. So work on that studio. But yeah, those are my two recent watches besides shit that we're talking about tonight. But yeah, Banana Splits, buy it. Uh, Madness and the Method, rent it. Those are, those are my picks or my recent watches. I'll have to watch that. I've had several people message me and tell me I needed to watch that movie. So yeah. It was really good. Hell yeah. String, what did you watch this week? Um... Farmer, did you watch anything? Uh, honestly, I didn't watch a fucking thing. No. You didn't watch a thing? I'm right. so useless. I'm useless this week. Yeah. Well, that's alright. Uh, I just figured before I go yeah. into my I'm useless field. like Faye in everyday life. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> buddy. Hey, man, don't stop the fan. Alright. And he's not a brown. <laughs> alright, so... Um, like Faye, I also watched uh, Banana Splits. Um, I got mine in 4K because I have the TV for it. And again, go buy it. It's worth it. So you liked it too? I, I did. I, it was so much fun. It really It's a fun film. I highly recommend it. Um, but then, uh, when I watch. So it's uh, out to buy. Out to buy digitally. Not, uh, oh. yeah, not on disc yet. I think oh. wait, next week it said Faye. Uh, the the twenty seventh of this uh, month, two yeah, August, so August twenty seventh. Yeah. yeah, that's when it comes out on disc, as we like to Peace. say on the show. <laughs> uh, no, um, so I, I was just bored flipping through Shutter, uh, came upon Christmas Evil, and I watched it because I mean. Who doesn't love a good Christmas horror film in the summer? I love Christmas Evil. Oh, was it? It's your favorite Christmas film, isn't it? Or was it Black Christmas? No. I don't know what my favorite... I don't know, I don't know what my favorite Christmas movie is. I don't know. Krampus. I like Krampus. Krampus? Krampus is a good Face one. Uh, Face's uh, favorite Christmas movie is Willard. <laughs> Willard. Um, so, so then after that, I watched one called Truth or Dare, and um, this one was actually done before Blumhouse did theirs. And it's actually done a lot better. Is this so, the one that was on sci fi? No, I don't think so. It's on uh Netflix right now, okay? So, like, it's the same premise. Um, a bunch of kids go to a haunted area, they play Truth or Dare. And then the game pretty much fucks with them, saying that they got to do all these dares or else they're going to die. Only the, um, the twist of it is is that the dares are actually what kills them from the get-go. 
So regardless, the kids are going to die. But it wasn't bad. Um, like I said, it's on Netflix. I, I thought it was better than uh, the Teeny Bopper one that Universal put out. Oh, that was horrible. Yeah. Straight so, up garbage. Yes. Dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Listen, you dirty fucking snatch princess. Don't you ever say my huh? slogan again. I'm a dirty snatch princess now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Escalated so quickly. I kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Oh, yeah? <laughs> and that's on another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then, uh... Where did he go? Chris needs this... to drink more, so... <laughs> yeah, there he is. Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> and then, um, the last one I get I uh, got, um, I went and saw the new 47 meters down. Yes. And does so, it, I, was it a good follow-up? Um, it, it was. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Um, it, it's a very different premise um i've heard good things yeah like it, it like don't go in expecting like some massive giant story because it's not that type of movie it's literally friends go scuba diving to get attacked by sharks and that's literally it yay but definitely worth watching um it has sylvester stallone's daughter in it no really really <laughs> and i could say she definitely knows how to fill out a bikini Hey-oh. Yeah. Sorry, Sly. No, I'm not really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like it, it, um, it had some good jump scares in there. Uh, it had, I'm not going to like spoil the scene, but it has a really good uh, Deep Blue Sea uh, shout out in the movie. So Okay, gotcha. I like Deep so Blue Sea. That's that's the kind of movie that I welcome. I usually don't like jump scares, but that style of movie, I welcome the jump scares because that's what's going to keep you in it. And yeah, no, like, it. like there there are scenes to where like you see the shark like taunting them, like following them, but then there's <laughs> scenes where it just fucking pops out of nowhere. Nice, you know. And banana said, "Protective mama bear, suburban the, the suburban oh, hot mom uh, and, and banana kinds. The red, the redhead one. Yeah, ooh, I was licking my lips the whole time I was watching. <laughs> she's, I, I, um, I would she's, think for hot suburban moms. She's, uh, <laughs> she's on a show on Netflix uh, right now called Working Moms. I'm Literally the first it. five seconds of her is topless. It's the greatest thing. Oh, uh, uh, I'm watching it. I want to have her babies. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's actually a really funny show. Working Moms. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Make sure so, I take off my pants before I watch that show. <laughs> yeah, he's not used to working moms. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So yeah, uh, that that does it for uh, recent watches. I guess before Faye has a stroke over there. God, I, I love how these shows go anymore. Right. <laughs> We can only Five months into this show, there's. <laughs> we can just go. You can, no. 
Because if I have a stroke, that means the left side of your body shuts down. I'm left-handed. I'm completely fucked if I have a stroke. <laughs> it's it's all right. Is that a hard no, but that's okay, because you're only half useful anyway, so really, you just do yourself a favor. But that half is the only useful half. If I have a stroke, I'm useless. Well, you are <laughs> anyway. Do I click this <laughs> God damn you, farmer. <laughs> you and your fucking V-neck shirt. That's right. I'm a man's man, you know? So give me that and some... You know, Show off them chest hairs. That's right. <laughs> Hello, ladies. <laughs> all right, Valvinus, calm down. <laughs> it's it's all about the money shots, Drang. Right? That's it. That's right. <laughs> all right, let's get into uh, the movies tonight, shall we? Sure, let's get into something. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> hold on, speaking of money shot. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. Okay. When I was a kid, I, I really wanted to be a scriptwriter, and I thought I had a badass movie that was called Money Shot. And I never knew why adults were laughing when I said, I have a movie called Money Shot. And they're like, what kind of movie is this? <laughs> I was like, it's going to be a badass movie. It has kayaking and all this sorts of stuff. And I'm like, kayaking? <laughs> we know different about Money Shots. And then growing up, I'm like, yeah, that, that was a bad title for that movie. <laughs> Money Shot. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. <laughs> but anyways, yes, you know back to our kid friendly episode. <laughs> yeah, this is so bad. Yeah. Can come watch as resident co host Fave dresses up as Blackface. <laughs> I'll never be Blackface again. Never. <laughs> and we lost Christy. Christy's you know, I, I like this version of Christy better. I say John Christy is fun. It's, it's a lot better than that. You know, like, typically, she's like the boring ass stepmom, you know? So, I mean, this is better. What are you doing? Not? Guys, play nice. Lots of fun. I'm lots of fun. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm tons of fun. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna talk about the first movie. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> From this being the kid friendly episode, this is probably one of the most fucking N C seventeen fucking episodes we've done. So I guess we abandoned the kid episode. This, this, I guess this is our gateway drug episode. What we're just talking about gateways for kids to get into horror. That are appropriate for them. And we're well, like, the movies are appropriate for them. We are definitely face. not appropriate for them. <laughs> no. We are <sighs> very, very far inappropriate for them. No. <laughs> you know, it's a really good thing that my friends... Watching. Huh? I thought of another movie I tried watching this week, but I fell asleep to it. Okay. The, uh, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> the Haunting of Sharon Tate. Have y'all tried to watch that? That was horrible. Uh, that, that the one yeah. with uh, yeah. Hillary Duff? Yes. No, I heard it was dog shit, so I didn't even bother. Yeah, I feel so. All right, never mind. Uh, <laughs> it's a good thing that uh, my friend's kid listens to the podcast. So. Oh. Sorry. Awesome. Sorry, Amber. <laughs> and Jason, I'm sorry. I'm really not sorry. 
How dare you let your kid listen to us? Right, there's yeah, been welcome enough. To, welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. <laughs> Alright, so... ...signs in the previous episodes to tell you not to let your kid listen to this fucking thing. <laughs> uh, uh, Alright, let's start off with scary but, stories. Which, which one are we starting with? Scary stories, okay. <laughs> so, um... I don't know how it's doing overseas, but at least here in the U.S., it's made back its production money. So that's a good sign. That's good. I think doing it as a PG-13 was the right call. Right. Well, if you're doing it off that book that was popular with kids when we were kids and still popular with kids now because they keep republishing it and republishing it and republishing it for more kids to be introduced to horror... I mean, it, it's, a, it's a good movie to show your kid to introduce them to horror. Yeah. If they don't want to watch something old, like, Dad, this is all old and grainy. I don't want to watch this. So if you want to show them something modern, this is a good movie to show them. I yeah, I agree. Well, from what I was reading, which this was the interview with the director, they changed Harold's story, I guess in the book, which, again... This, he appeared in the third book. Well, I guess he doesn't turn his victims into scarecrows. He rips their skin off. Nice. So Yeah, uh, that's not kid-friendly. That is definitely not kid-friendly. Uh-huh. But I think it would have been awesome to see in the movie. It would have been, but the whole scarecrow thing was pretty cool, too, though. Yeah. I love how they made the scarecrow come pretty pretty true to the artwork. Oh, yeah. The book. I mean... I, I was happy about that. Yeah, I, I, I like that the fact that it's like it's an anthology movie, but it's not an anthology movie. That's what I loved about it because I was yeah. I was looking in expecting an anthology film, but he did one film, and this and the book is getting written for each character in the movie, which relates to stories that are in the actual in the book. actual books. I thought that was fucking yeah. I thought that was fucking genius. I loved that. That's probably my favorite thing about this movie, how they did that, how they made this book into a movie, and it's not an anthology. I was yeah. like, I, I thought the story was done really well. I thought that the, um, like, just the creepy feel of it was done so well, especially with the house. Mm-hmm. And you had the the right amount of humor in it. Yeah. Keep people, like, not on their edges the whole time, get people relaxed, and now here comes some creepy stuff. Yeah, the um the whole book line, like my theater just lost it when the kid says, This is why I don't read books. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it's set at Halloween time and all that, so it's a good mo- you know, movie for Halloween too. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. I I like that yeah. it was set in the sixties and not present day. Right, me too. I like that fact. Yeah, yeah. on election day. On yeah. Nixon's yeah. election day. Yeah. Yeah, like they they were really clever with how they came up with it so kudos to del toro and uh Overdog. yeah they took their time and put this together pretty pretty well I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with it yeah so if i had to guess it's probably gonna cross profit wise next week depending on how uh overseas does so I, I would probably expect them to do another one yeah, hopefully it's successful so we can get even or more more scary stories to tell in dark. That was the second one, right? More scary stories to tell in dark, and the third one was even more scary stories to tell in dark. 
Sure. Was, was it? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. I, I never read. I don't have any of the books. So. Oh. I, I, well, I think I'm now it's sure just Scary that. Stories, Scary Stories 2, Scary Stories 3. That's how the movies will go. But the books, I'm pretty sure, were Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, more Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, and then even more Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. <laughs> I mean, they might be, but I think like the newer books like now have the numbers on them. Oh, they changed them for the yeah. republishing? Yeah. So people don't get confused because everybody's fucking dumb fucks these days? Gotcha. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> gotcha. Well, I'm sure they'll do a second one. I'm sure they will. Um, do, do you think that the uh, surviving characters should come back? Yes. I or do. would you rather see uh, new characters? No. I mean, I want new characters, but I want those certain characters. You know, I, don't I, think, I think there's a way you can bridge it. Spoil it. <laughs> the, 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 the new stories in the second book. I think there's a way you can bridge those old characters from the first one. They die off or some, somewhat. Or or maybe like those characters get it written into the more scary stories. Right. Well, you figure what? Ramon actually left. And then... what? Actually, didn't they all leave? Yeah. Ramon left went through off the draft, little and then, because um, what? It, spoiler alert! It ends up they find <laughs> out that there's a, that, yeah at the there's end there's a way that they could bring the other characters back. Yeah. So I'm guessing that's how the sequel would go. So if you haven't seen the movie, well, sorry about your damn luck. Um, yeah, because they were gonna go find the others. Remember? At the a end? little James Storm reference right there. Yep. <laughs> Oh, it's all about that beer money. I, I was in the IHOP with uh, fucking uh, James Storm for like two hours. It was great. <laughs> James Storm's hey. a good guy. Yeah, you know, he's awesome. I love him. Anything else I can do for you? Sorry, I was muting because my brother's fucking walking around the house being weird. <laughs> Why? Because he, he hey, uses every pay-per-view. Tell what we're done. I just say my brother's walking through the house doing something. I don't know what he's doing. But I had him bring me a beer. I didn't have to leave the pod to get a beer. So well, I, I was I'm talking glad to he up. He said pay-per-view. I didn't hear him. Oh, it's the same. I only have one brother. It's the same brother that does oh, the, from, from the that does the pay-per-views with us. Uh, what else? Oh, I also what I also liked about the movie is that Dean Norris, who plays the father, was not fucking typecasted as a fucking cop. Yeah, or like some douchebag or something. Some because asshole. he's a really good actor, but lately he seems to get typecasted as some sort of agent or police. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brain. So it's good to see him as like the sympathetic father. Mm-hmm. Father. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, he's the one that kind of takes the blame for the mother leaving. Don't kind of blame. Oh, the the geeky father with the glasses, right? No. No. I'm trying to remember. No, Stella's father. Oh. Okay. I'm trying to recollect watch the movie. So. As the beers go down, the <laughs> movie is away, and I can't remember. So, so what was y'all's favorite, um, like, I don't know, monster or character, scary character was y'all's favorite? Mine was the walker at the end. Oh, the Taito man? Yeah. Yeah. He, he's definitely yeah, the... He was creepy. The one. Yeah. I loved I loved the scarecrow in the movie. 
But like second, yeah. When I realized that I remember the stories is when they were talking about the the toe in, in the soup or whatever the in the stew. Yeah, the that's when I was like, oh, I remember that. Yeah, and then once I started kicking off all that book and this movie, so that's when I got really excited and was all hyped up. I'm like, yeah, I remember this, and I realized what they were doing. I thought the scarecrow was creepy. The little crawler dude. Too CGI looking for me. What if I told you that wasn't have... CGI? I'll tell you, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> no, some of it is CGI, but they actually the actor that plays the character is a uh, contortionist. Right, I know. Like when he's uh, going walking in front of the jail cell, I'm pretty sure that's practical. But yeah, no, absolutely, his body parts aren't going to come like apart and then back together. Right, you're not going to rip apart somebody and then come back but together. But no, like him, him like <laughs> twisting and walking and all that was actually someone. And what I loved about the Scarecrow is that he killed that douchebag that fucking locked him in the in the room. Yeah. Oh, the Fuck. fucking bully drunk. Drunk. Bully Tommy? Drunk. Tommy, yeah, that'd be Farmer's character. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I can see that, yeah. Maybe like the scarecrow that everybody in town pisses on. <laughs> he was quite a scarecrow, though. That yeah, did was... actually creep me out when, like, when the scarecrow is like walking down the, the field. Yeah, yeah I, I, I like that. A majority of the marketing was on Harold. Yeah. Um, rather than the other uh, characters, like I don't know the the missing toe lady. Like it was just kind of meh. I thought that. Yeah, I know. Like. I love the story, but like you, you knew she was going to be under the bed. Um, it, it actually that that story was probably like the shortest of everyone that had a story. I think the spider story was longer than the tow lady. Dude, that spider story when she was getting the white head on her face, uh, I was mm-hmm. like, "Fucking pop that shit!" Right? <laughs> pop it already. <laughs> Stop just like teasing it. Just fucking squeeze and let it go. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking white. That means pop. That's what I. That's what I understand with all my pimples growing up. Once it turns white, pop that bitch. Yeah, and then and then Chuck's story was kind of fucking weird. I just got absorbed. Yeah, I didn't understand that one. Like I like I was expecting like. Yeah. The mouth to just like fucking hyper extend and just swallow him whole, right. but instead it, it just like absorbs him, and that's yeah, it. I I didn't like that one. That was my least favorite, I think. I think the creepiest thing in the movie for me was the the like the the weird looking like fat lady walking down the hallway when dudes scared of the red room. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's true. Okay, yeah, she that creeped me the fuck out. The way they made her smile and like blink and hugged him into her, I was like, damn, that was fucked up. But yeah, that was that was probably the scarecrow and and that fat lady thing. That that was those are the two that actually like creeped me out. Other than that, though, while watching the movie, I was just enjoying the movie. It never had me like on the edge of my seat or anything like that, but I did enjoy it. I, I think this is going to be one that people watch every Halloween. Yes, I think so too. 
Yeah, yeah it does have that vibe to where it's going to be a watch for Halloween. At least for at least for like parents with the, the younger kids and stuff like that. That'd be something for everybody to get together and watch every Halloween. Yeah, yeah like a family night or something like that. Right. You can do a double feature Hocus Pocus and Scary Stories of the in the Dark. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question. Isn't there another movie out there? Um, I can't think of it. Another movie where, as the story's being written, it's happening. I feel like I've seen another movie like that. But There's a lot. Like yeah, so I'm with you. Like, I was watching I was like, I've seen that before, but... Obviously, it was a movie that stuck Open to my window. head. So as I'm watching, what was that, Farmer? Open Window, that Johnny Depp movie, wasn't wasn't that kind oh, of the that Johnny Depp happenings? He's writing it. Yeah, Secret Window. I don't know. I, didn't, yeah, I haven't seen go. that one. Um, yeah. yeah well, so no, Secret Window. Um, Johnny Depp's character is accused of plagiarism, to where the guy keeps mm-hmm. showing up, taunting him. Um, there is a, an actual movie though to where it's like being written out and something is happening. I don't remember what it's called. Um, I didn't either. It's driving me crazy. But I, I know there are a few different movies like that. So, um, let, let's get into the rating, shall we? Alright. Well, well, let's... Mr. Faye has run away. He's probably cleaning out well, his piss I'll, I'll give it my rating since I watched it twice. I'll give my rating. Um... My rating, I, uh, you, you know, I, I, I thought it was okay. Uh, I mean, it's something to write home about, so I'm just gonna give it. You know, I'm play it safe and just give it a solid five. So I solid think it was five. Good. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It was a good time, you know. I was expecting you to hate it the most. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you know, sometimes you just gotta change. You know, you know what I mean. Sometimes you just gotta take a risk. Take a little risk. Yep, sometimes you just gotta take a risk. Which, I would say, for people wondering why Farmer doesn't sound like Farmer, it's because he doesn't have his mic. Yep. So, I was. are you at uh, the Monster Mania? No, 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 no I'm not. No. no? You decide not no. to go? I'm at a undisclosed location. <laughs> undisclosed oh. location? Usually that's me, now it's you. Yeah. He's hiding He's from it. the feds. He's at Area 51. Yeah, usually I'm the one that's drunk, not you either, so this is totally weird. This is true. It's a, it's a role reversal. Yeah. I've barely talked, and you've talked the most, so I mean, it's, it's swapping. <laughs> uh, Mr. Fay, you're rating on the film. Um, like I said, I, I, I'm very impressed with how they made it not an anthology. And how they made it one big movie, and the stories from the book was just added onto it for each character in the movie. That was very impressive. Um, a lot of it was a little too uh, common and generic for me, though. Like we've seen a lot of that before. Um, but overall, I I I was going in with low expectations. I wasn't thinking I was going to actually like this movie. I was thinking that it was getting overhyped and and you know uh, overrated. Oh my bad, <laughs> wrong button. But <laughs> but uh, I was thinking it's gonna be like uh, you know overhyped. But I, I I'm glad that we did this episode because I probably never would have watched it if we if I didn't feel like I needed to. Yeah. And so uh, thank you String for making me watch this. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna give it a uh, solid seven. All That's right. 
Miss Christie. Well, um, going into it, not knowing anything about it, I haven't read any of the stories. Um, I had an open mind. I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. I think it's a great movie for families, for everyone, and I think it's a great movie for Halloween time. Um, so I'm going to give it an eight. Actually, I really enjoyed this movie. I'm thinking like if you really love the books, then you'll love this movie because they they did a good job of like actually following the the small stories that are in this book. Well, I need to go but back since you know a lot of us haven't read it. Yeah, now I kind of want to go back and read it myself, and I want to watch the this or not watch read the, the sequel book before the actual sequel comes out. Yeah, I, if they I do it the same style, I kind of want to watch that documentary that they did on it. Um, that went to walmart or something like that there, there's a documentary out on it that came there's out a, a documentary few weeks about ago. a scary story oh yeah okay so i didn't know that okay yeah it was something that was just kind of thrown out to you know cash grab with the movie yeah all right um but yeah no um i i was honestly expecting to not be able to watch it with the pg-13 um there was a lot of kids in my theater because yeah, it's before school's going back. So I, I was expecting not to be able to watch it, but they, they were all quiet, and I, I was happy about it because I was able to enjoy the movie. And Good job, Cleveland kids. Yes, great job. <laughs> Norm, normally they're little shits, but this one they actually <laughs> stayed quiet for. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought it was solid. Um, it's definitely one that I'm going to buy when it comes out definitely one i'm going to watch every halloween um and i, I gave it a 7.5 so i hope it continues making the money it does hopefully it gets a nice uh push again for the season now that we're mm-hmm. mid-august um i say the reviews that non-fans read have been positive, so I'm thinking like some of these people that don't even know what the fuck it is are going to be like, oh, this is getting good reviews, let's go watch this. So. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I think this is a good one that could be shown at a drive-in. Um, I don't know about anyone else's. All of mine are showing still the Disney movies, trying to get the last summer rush. Um, but I think it would be a good one for a drive-in watch, especially since there's a drive-in. Scene. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have a drive-in in, in Wichita that has two screens, and during the closing season of drive-in, they they they'll, they'll do one screen that's a kid-friendly horror, and the other screen will be adult-friendly horror. Yeah, that's the way Wichita. all of mine are too. Yeah, the, they'll do like three, four movies for the kids. Most of the time, by the time the second one and that entire side is gone and it's just like the adult side that's completely packed yeah like the the, the adult side they save the more hardcore movie last because they know the kids are going to be gone on the other side because it, the screens are really literally right next to each other so even if kids watching the kids movies they're going to look over to the adult one and see some boobies and stuff well yeah that's right uh, I, I'm interested to see what they do this year. I hope they don't play the same movies. Although there was nothing wrong with the movies we did last year. Um, I just want to see like a change in it. Mm-hmm. See, the, the only thing that uh, my local driving has announced recently is uh, for Friday 13th in September they're doing Friday 13th parts 2 through 4. 
Oh, that's for cool. Friday the thirteenth, yeah. I'm gonna be able to attend that. That'd be cool. Yeah, mine uh, hasn't um, announced anything. Um, the only thing I know wise is the um, twelve hours of terror that I go to every year. Um, oh yeah, that. Which that even you talked about episode one. Yeah. You talked about the or twelve. Yeah, yeah. so I'll, I'll be talking about it more as it gets closer. <laughs> uh, they're keeping two of the movies secret, which normally ones like like one it can be either really well known or one that's um, that they're just trying to like find an audience for. Like, so they they announced the majority of the movies, but they're keeping a couple of them like quiet. Yeah, so normally they'll announce six of them and leave one a secret. Uh, this year they announced five of them and two of them are secrets. Oh, okay. So, do they at least say what the secret movies like when they're gonna play, or are they saving those two secret ones um, for the end? Yeah, n- normally the week of they'll give you the lineup of like how they'll play out. Um, nor- normally they're somewhere in the middle. Gotcha. So, like, I know the main one for this year is Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, and then they got Bloody Birthday, um, which is a very good killer kid movie, which I'm surprised yeah. you guys didn't talk about at all. Um, it's a good movie. <laughs> and then they got Parasite, um, the Dawn of the Dead remake. Isn't there a Parasite remake that's like out in national right now that just hasn't made it to the States? I have no idea. I, I want to say, because, well, I follow a certain like chick from Australia and she's keeps talking about this movie called Parasite. I'm like, is it a remake or what? But she she That's don't give that to me. <laughs> Parasite? <laughs> Do you literally have like a ten page list of my fucking nicknames? <laughs> yes. Yes I do. So, someone has to care enough, and that that person is me. So you are welcome. <laughs> kind enough to give me some shitty ass nicknames. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Anal boy, yeah, you know the good stuff. Oh, Captain Hemorrhoid, yeah. <laughs> yep. I like and that the one. Bloody Express, my man. <laughs> no matter what, they're all gonna be chanting uh, "Gay is the way," right? <laughs> I'm hey, not you know, I, I accept you, all right? I accept you. you accept me. <laughs> we accept you for who you are, Faye. <sighs> yep. All right, that this... being said, I, I love I love this Christy. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> we need drunk Christy every weekend. <laughs> all right, y'all got it. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to make an alcoholic out of you, Christy. <laughs> oh. I can't wait for Texas Frotmer. I'm so glad I'm staying at the hotel this time. Yeah, by next May, she's going to be like, where's the hard shit? Let's fucking take some shots. Let's drink all this. No idea. (laughs) And then she's got to go back to her booth like, you want to buy some shit? Yep. Here's my neck ultimate. Yeah. (laughs) As you drop it on the floor. Hold on. Let me pick it up. You sure you don't want to buy this? Quick, hold my beer. Hold my beer. Yeah. So many customers would be holding her beer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's move on to film number two of the Goosebumps. Plenty to say about Goosebumps with the movie, the books, 
the TV yes. show. Well, that's good. I was <laughs> actual a big fan of Goosebumps growing up. I remember reading the book to other kids because they were more illiterate than I am. Being from Kansas, a lot of people are going to be illiterate, you know. I was like, what, what was your first Goosebumps book? I would say it had been a blob that ate everyone. I think it was my first one. Pretty sure. Okay. It was either that or uh, One Day at Horrorland, which was my favorite one. I was that, I think mine was uh, The Haunted Mask. Haunted Mask. And that was one of the later releases. No, it was like one of the first ones, I think. I think I think it was like number five or something like that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. What I what I meant by later ones is uh, on the TV show. It was one of the later ones. Haunted Mask didn't show up till season five. That's actually wrong. Haunted Mask was the first one they put on video. Well, was, on Netflix, it's not the first. Well, Netflix, <laughs> yeah, because that's how they have it coded. But the way it was actually released, it was one of the first ones to be done. Because they knew it would be a grabber. I forgot this was a Fox TV show. I was, I was thinking it was one of the like kid networks, but it, it was on Fox. Yeah, it was like, what? Like, I don't remember when it, it aired. I think it was originally like Saturday mornings. And then uh, it came to a time, at least for me, to where it was syndicated like right after school. Ah, okay. Which, you know, I, I was recently binge-watching the Goosebumps TV show, and there's some creepy-ass shit in that show. It's like, still to this day, I'll be watching, like, man, that's fucking creepy. Like, the shit, like, the, the ghost that plays the piano, I'm like, this, this piano-playing bitch is fucking scaring the fuck out of me right now. Yeah, but I just, I just watched the, um... Uh, what the one with the headless boy and the sea captain? Uh, I forgot what. It's I think it's on season two on Netflix. Was every episode uh, about one of the books, or did yeah. they like? No, every, every episode was on one of the books. Okay, that's a lot of books. There was, <laughs> and there's actually a joke in the movie where. Um, Jack Black, who plays R.L. Stein, says that he sold more books than Stephen King, which is actually a fact. R.L. Yeah, Stein yeah. has sold more books than Stephen King. I'm sure he has. Yes. The only person he didn't outsell was uh, the Harry Potter chick. Oh, uh, we're not here to talk about Harry Potter. No, but uh, he. he <laughs> but I'm saying book wise, that's the only J. person who sold more books. Yeah, J.K. Rowling. It sold more books than R.L. Stein. That's a fact, Jack. <laughs> I like R.L. Stein better. So that means R.L. Stein's probably a billionaire, but nobody even realizes it. Probably. That's why he doesn't even care about the books being on Google. To where you just Google them and they pop up. Yeah. He's like, go ahead and take your free shit. Because, I mean, he's already a billionaire. What the fuck is he going to spend that on? And look at the dude. It's not like he's, like, invested in buying on a fucking island or anything like that. He's a weird-ass fucking point, Dexter. <laughs> he's, he's very, uh, very low-key. Kind of, kind of like Stephen King, you know. Very humble, I would say. Would you say Stephen King is humble? Um, now that or he's off he drugs, yeah, he probably like is. That. 
Like, as long as you don't fuck up his books. Oh, yeah, he does get pissed off about that. See The Shining, right? He gets pissed off about what? If you screw up his books, he gets very uh, pissed off. Like, he will not sell you the rights to his book unless you're going to do it properly now. Which, even still, to buy his book, you just gotta give him a dollar. He hated The Shining, though, so how did they get away with that since he hated it? Uh, because War Brothers bought the rights to the... Uh, so before he can shit on it, they were like, yeah. well, we already own it. <laughs> Sorry about your bad luck. Yes. But yeah, um, now The Shining is one of the greatest horror movies of all time. And many, many people's lists, so... Yeah. I was, uh, what, what I like about the Goosebumps movies, though, is that they actually wanted Stein involved. So, like, they, I, they like gave that, him... I like how R.L. Stein was a character in, in it, yeah. Oh, yeah, where he's the drama teacher. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no, like, I guess they gave him the scripts, you know, he, he would send them back with notes. Um, he, he was involved pretty heavily with the two movies. How involved was he with the TV show? Do you know? Um, Probably very little. I mean, at the beginning, I think he was more involved. But at like towards the end of it, I think he was just taking the paychecks. They had some future big names in the TV show. Yeah, yeah Brian Gosling and Say Cheese or Die. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, you had Hayden Christensen, which was in Night of the Living Dummy 3. You had uh, Laura Vandervoort from Deep Trouble. Adam West, obviously in a comic book themed one. Attack of the Mutant. Uh, me personally, I, I wrote down this name, Tabitha Lupian. Nobody recognizes the name, but the reason I wrote it down is because I'm, I'm a big fan of the Luku's Talking franchise, and she was a little girl in Luku's oh, Talking. Oh yeah, the, the daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was um. She was just in something else too. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, you had Anakin Skywalker in one of those. You had Ryan Gosling, who's obviously a huge star now, who didn't reprise his role in the Say Cheese and Die Again episode. They had to find a different actor for some reason. Probably because of the age. Uh, yeah, apparently. Uh, you had Colin Mockery from uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? He made an appearance in Bad Hair Day. That's about it on the names that, uh, and and the kid from uh, Jason X that played the virtual reality game with the with the dude that wrote the movie in Jason X. Yeah, that got his arms chopped off. He was in Bad Hair Day as well. Good to see Chug you. it, Christy. Chug. You, you, you all can't see right now, but Christy was chugging the shit out of her fucking Mike's Hard Lemonade. Oh, was it? Don't don't, don't wave that. it off. No, that just means that I need to talk to hey. I wouldn't no. do that. You were fucking straight up chugging that. That's why I had to stop in my tracks and just, was watching Just so everybody you. knows, Faye is lying. She's not doing a thing. Faye's just making up stories. And oh, I am not. <laughs> why are you bagging up Christy now? You've been the one that shits on Christy all 20 plus episodes that we've done now. But I mean, now you're back. Up, you you know, I literally just watched her fucking chugging a Mike's Hard Lemonade. <laughs> <He's... laughs> Sometimes you just gotta serve and protect Faye, you know? You're the Jekyll and Hyde of the group, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> love, hate, love you one minute, hate you the next minute. Oh, it's all good, though. 
And I love how you gave me the whole uh, throat signal there. No, don't, don't announce that I'm chugging a beer right now. No, don't do that. <laughs> Here from Studio A through Z, whatever studio we're fucking in right now. I know Farmer always has a bit number or letter for each studio that we're in. But here live through a, Studio A through Z, Christy was just chugging a beer. No. Usually she chugs water. Um, did you know that uh, George Romero almost did his own Goosebump series? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, was, I, he I think it been, uh, was he collaborating with RL or was he just... Yeah, like, like it, cause it was, this was before, like, right when the books started coming out he was going to do his own series um but they felt it was going to be not for kids based on his work so it huh. never happened cool, yeah it, it would have been interesting to see what they did and then um there was also a point where tim burton was attached to do his own movie and instead i believe he went and did mars attacks so i dated a girl that was in mars attacks <laughs> You know, at the very beginning, when the, the the cows are on fire, and they're and they're running down the street, the little Asian girl at the beginning of Mars Attacks, I dated her in middle school. What's up? Stop right back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was in middle school too. She wasn't that age. I mean, later on, because she would she would actually try to avoid it. They were like, "Weren't you the girl in in Mars Attacks?" And she would like ignore it. And that's kind of what made me pursue it, because I always love movies since I can remember. So I was like, this chick was in Mars Attacks. I need to pursue. <laughs> and I did. And we dated for like a month and a half. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and how old were you? Dear Abby section. Yeah. I mean, I was middle school, so, you know, like 11, 12, 13 years old, whatever age you are in middle school. Or junior high, as you would say in your age group. Yep. Junior yeah. high. Junior high. Was it six, seven, eight when you were in junior yes. high? It was. Okay, so you're not that old. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, continue on your uh, goosebumps conversation while I go get me some beer. <laughs> So I can show just like Chrissy did. She's my role model tonight. Um, what, what did Faye just fucking up and leaves? Okay. Um, what, what did you like about the movies, Christy? Um. So let's go ahead and be honest about Goosebumps. <laughs> I did. It's really before your time. For, we know. I didn't really care for Goosebumps a whole lot, to be honest with you. I found it a, a little bit boring. I watched part one and part two. Part two was really boring um i like jack black i mean but yeah i i didn't grow up with goosebumps so i don't know much about it i do no. watch the tv series i do like the tv series i watched that several times in the in the store but so i'm not a fan of the movie yeah so it doesn't have that nostalgia feel no no i i like scary stories a whole lot better than i did goosebumps did you at least like the Halloween 3 tribute that they did for part 2? I did. That I did, yes. That was pretty cool. But, um, yeah, like part 2, though, I 
I fell asleep. I didn't like part two at all. You didn't like part two? No. So did and, you didn't even well I guess you had to finish part two if you saw No. You never no. even finished part two? No, I didn't. To be honest. <laughs> I was it had some good throwbacks. I mean it had the the Halloween three tribute in there. It had a uh, it tribute in there. With the red oh, one, yeah. I, I I had that I, first, yeah. I don't know. I joined. I need to go back and give another try. I'm you not know sure. what? Goosebumps to the movie that had one. Of the, I don't know. Anytime a pumpkin is involved and pumpkin guts are involved, it freaks me the fuck out. You don't like pumpkin guts? No, they terrify me. I actually have a legit fear over pumpkin guts. Oh, every time like I need I to be on Mori Povich. <laughs> Hmm. Every time I heard the one pumpkin talk, I thought of you. Because it was like, Hi, I'm Timmy! <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Did you see the Jack Black movie that's just like Goosebumps movie? The the clocks in the walls or whatever? I haven't watched it yet. I, I have it in my uh, collection. There, I, I just haven't watched it yet. There's a full I scene okay. of like... Did you see that? Yeah. Well, you remember the scene yeah. with the with the pumpkins blowing up and the guts are going all over the place? I damn near vomited watching that. Fucking scene. <laughs> I thought it was it cool. Fucked me up. Yeah, it is cool for people that don't have a weird ass fucking fear like I do. So my normal, my normal pumpkin fucking man. Yeah, I was like, normal people have real phobias: snakes, yeah, spiders, no, I don't have sharks. They is fucking pumpkin guts. Huh? Pumpkin so guts, if you ever it's... walk by him on the street, just throw pumpkin seeds at him. I can't wait to carve a pumpkin. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> uh, pumpkin guts and squirrels. Those two scare Pumpkin guts and squirrels. Scare the. <laughs> like, I, I, no. Nope. Can't do it. Throw a squirrels. <laughs> Like when I'll be walking to work and I'll see a squirrel just stop and he's like chewing on a fucking acorn or whatever the fuck he's doing, I'll stop too. I'm like, which direction are you fucking going in? <laughs> I'll start walking and he'll go in that same direction. I'm like, you're here to kill me, aren't you? Freaks <laughs> me the fuck out. And I love Halloween, but every time somebody carves a pumpkin, I can't, I, I can't, I can't do it. Like I, many years ago, I was staying with a buddy of mine. And I told I told him I was like this is a legit thing I'm scared of pumpkin guts there's something about it I don't, it feels like there's a disease <laughs> and shit like that in there so he promised me he would not throw pumpkin guts on me because he knew that there'd be a lot of broken shit in his house if that would have happened so what he did was he's like hey hey Andrew and then fucking grabbed a pumpkin guts and put him in his mouth instant projectile vomit. All over his carpet, all over his TV, all over his fucking table, like spewing. Fucking, oh and then I ran outside. It's coming back in. And he's, I was like, I'm so sorry that people on your floor. He's like, dude, that was totally worth it. I and he was like cleaning my puke. He's like, I'll clean this puke for days, and I would love to do this again because that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh my god! Where did this stem from? Do I? Like, where, where, why am I afraid of it? Yeah. Is it something from your childhood? or? I think it's a combination of a bunch of, like, texture, smell, stringiness. 
I don't know. Just there's a whole combination of shit where I'm just like, keep that away from me, or I'm gonna flip the fuck out. Do you like pumpkin seeds, like baked pumpkin seeds? Nope. Okay. Okay. Uh, right. I work at Dairy Queen, and we have the pumpkin pie blizzard, which one of the ingredients is uh, pumpkin whatever that you put pumpkin in pumpkin guts. pie. Yeah, uh-huh. pretty much. But you know, processed pumpkin guts that you put in like a pie and shit like that. Still, when I have to make it and it hits my hand, I have to put the cup down and go wash my hand off real quick before I can even finish making the blizzard because it freaks me the fuck out. Is this a new blizzard that just came out? <laughs> no, this is a it's, popular blizzard that's been oh, out for years. Okay. Yeah, it's seasonal. We don't have it here. It's the, it's the Fae blizzard. Uh, the Fae blizzard. <laughs> Ooh, but you what know what? This Halloween season, though, I'm going to even record it. I'm going to gut a pumpkin this Halloween season. I'm going to record it. I may vomit. I may cry. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to record it. <laughs> And hopefully I post it. I was thinking about going live with it, but I was like, no, because I don't want people to see me like freak out like a little girl. Too bad. I want to be able to edit out some of the shit. But yeah, no, I'm going to I'm gonna conquer my pumpkin fear this year. Or at least entertain people while I don't conquer my pumpkin fear. It's fucking weird. I, I don't get it either. Like, I'll be watching, like, Maury Povet and shit. Why are these people scared of sunflowers or fucking gravel rocks or whatever? But then I think about me, and I'm like, why the fuck am I scared of fucking pumpkin guts and squirrels? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it's this genuine fucking fear. And, uh, nope. Not doing it. Nope. Anyways, back to Goosebumps. <laughs> So, Christy said that she didn't care for the movies. What were your thoughts on the movies? Um, I, I like, you know, you, you, it's, a, it's a good kid flick, but with it being, uh, hold on. Can you hear me? Yeah. We can hear for some you. reason, my, sh- my shit was saying reconnecting. Hold on. Okay. But anyways, um, yeah, with the movies, they, they were entertaining and stuff like that, but with them being Goosebumps movies to where they were creepy stories when I was a kid, I wanted some creepiness to these movies, and they didn't bring any creepiness at all. It was just a, a full-blown, entertaining it's, family yeah, it's film. A, it's a family movie. It's a PG flick. Both of them are. So right. Well, I wanted to go more the route of like scary stories to tell in the dark. For it's still family-friendly, but it's creepy. I think they would have been better, but hey, kudos to them because they made a lot of money off those movies. I did enjoy the movies, though, overall. I mean, they were, they were fun. Just being a Goosebumps fan growing up, I wanted something different. I mean, I guess not everyone is by them. I don't know. What do you think, Farmer? You're, you're just sitting there just shaking your head at Faye like he's some... <laughs> Well, I just, I just I just laid out some weird shit, yeah. And I understand. Go ahead and fucking pick on me, lay it on me. I deserve it. I mean, he, he just he he went on the he went on the tangents. I don't know. Like I'm just I, I'm not really into being super negative tonight. I've like I've, I'm into all the movies. So I mean, it's it's I don't really have anything bad to say, unfortunately. Okay. Even towards me, inside the pump. Like, I'll carve a pumpkin yeah. after it's gutted. I'll do that all day. I mean, day. sometimes I you just gotta get a pumpkin. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, Faye, sometimes you just gotta stick your fist right in there. 
nice. It's too obvious to say that's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> what is Christy doing? All right. Well, nothing to see here. Nothing to see. Moving on. Um, uh, you know, no, I, 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 I like that we're an I, audio only podcast. Oh, nothing to see here. Nothing, nothing to, to see, see here. Keep Moving on. Going. Um, but no, I, I like what they did with the movies because I mean, with Goosebumps, you have here a book franchise that is. Well, hundred hard. plus some books. Clearly, they're not going to be able to meet every single book. So I like the fact that they, you know, stuck with the focal character being Slabby because he's the well. And that's why, and I love that you got to see a lot of your favorite characters from those like books. You yeah. know, even for a second. So I mean, I, I thought... Slappy is their main guy. Yeah, like I, I liked it. Um. A lot of people had issues with two when it came out, saying that it was pretty much the first one all over again. It really Where was, though. It, it was boring. Shush. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it healthy. was, but it wasn't. Like it had its own story. But it was the same yeah, formula. Story. It was the same. It was the same formula. Shit happens. You got to get the books. Got to trap them all in. You have the big conclusion with Slappy. It yeah, really was like until the ending where Slappy sent um, Stein into the book. Oh yeah, it's cool. But are they gonna do a third one? Um, it's, it's, that's the rumors. That's supposed to be 2021, 22, somewhere in there. Um, Jack Black's still gonna be Slappy, right? Uh, I, I would think so. I, I would think that. They would try to probably mimic what Jumanji is doing. Gotcha. Um, That was was disappointing about the second Goosebumps movie is that there wasn't a lot of Jack Black. Obviously, he's the voice of Slappy, but Jack Black is R.L. Stein. He was barely in it at all. Well, because he was also doing Jumanji. Uh, Okay. I like Jumanji. Which one's creepier, the, the Jack Black Slappy or the TV show? Slapping. Um, I, I honestly I think the Jack Black slappy. Yeah, well that that doll it, reminds it, it me kinda, too much of my Pee Wee Herman doll that I had growing up. The pull string Pee Wee Herman doll. He looks just like that with oh, the no, black it, suit. It, it kind of remind me more of um, Billy from Dead Silence. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking my childhood with the Pee Wee Herman doll. <laughs> Looks just like him. Uh, for some reason, I just imagine you beating off in the theater with your Pee Wee Herman doll. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't old enough yet for that. It wasn't old enough yet. I'm not with my Pee Wee Herman doll, no. And I can honestly say I've never beat off in a theater before. Can you all honestly say that? <laughs> Yes, Christy, have you jer- have you jerked your dick in a movie theater before, Christy? No, I have not. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I even worked at a movie theater. I I, I walked in on people electric people off and even having sex in the movie theater. I had to do the weird thing to where I'm like, okay, do I uh, stop them now or do I let them finish? And then as they're leaving the theater, tell them you're not welcome back <laughs> ever again. Uh, you should tell them they get free matinee tickets. 
<laughs> Alright. Alright, well, let's rate these movies before we go on in our tangent. <laughs> so, um, we'll just group them both together to save time. Um, so, for for me... like one movie? No, like, they're, they're each movie is separate, but rather than oh, okay. one. So, give so we're going to rate both movies. Yes. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. So, for, for me, the first Goosebumps got a 7, and then the second one got a 6.5. Okay. With me, the first Goosebumps got a 6.5, and the second one got a 6. So we're close there. So, I, overall, I get the slider better rating than the Goosebumps movies. Excuse me. <laughs> All right. For me, the first one a six, the second one a four. Didn't like the second one. You know, no. it's Halloween based, huh? Yeah, she said no. she fell asleep. I didn't. No, I can't get the second one. She doesn't have that nostalgia feeling. I don't. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, it's not a stage freak. She was. I mean, maybe if it was done in the seventies, maybe she was. Seventies, my ass. Now, come on. <laughs> yeah, she's never heard of the banana splits. That's what drives me crazy. I'm like, I have it. Split really was your era. Because you're like seventy-five years I was old. So. I wasn't even a kid until the eighties. Thank you. Oh, my bad. My bad. I watched the Bozo <laughs> Show. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Farmer. Farmer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going up. Fours all around. Fours all around. There you go. Thought they were equal movies. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Wow, I was expecting dumpster fires out of them. I told you, I'm all about being positive today. Being positive. Farmer. What kind of? What uh, kid? <laughs> Kid uh, like horror movies that, that, that did you like that are like you know good for kids or safe for kids or whatever? Yeah, Monster Squad. Any of them? Like maybe the like. Yeah, Monster Squad's a good one. The Gate. I like The Gate. I love The Gate. Well, what about Poltergeist. Oh, uh, that face melting scene. Even today's standards, it's still kind of graphic for kids. Well, uh, you all brought up my, uh, what is it, overrated pick of the week, which is a... No, you got to do it again. You you, got to give it that... mm. Overrated pick of the week. (laughs) There you go. Shane McMahon would be proud. Okay, good. Uh, Monster Squad. Uh, I, I understand the nostalgia to it, and I and, and it's and it's a good idea. Like, it's a movie filled with the Universal monsters that you know people love and stuff like that. And it started out strong for me. Like, I don't hate the movie. I thought it was okay, but it gets a little it gets a little like stale to where it, it loses my attention about midway through the movie. And I I think that it doesn't deserve the praise that it gets today. Like, people are, are still talking about Monster Squad and how amazing it is. And I don't think so. I'd rather talk about Goonies than Monster Squad. Goonies, I think Goonies isn't Halloween, though. No, but it's like the general concept. You know? I want to know who the fuck came up with the idea that it's a Halloween movie, because it's not. 
uh, Goonies. Goonies? Yeah. It's and not a Halloween movie. They classify know. it as a Halloween movie. Any, Why? I don't know. Fucking theaters are showing yeah, at Halloween time. They're no. Yeah, it's well, on, what was classifying um, it is clearly a fucking idiot, so it's not. Yeah. Right. I would yeah. say they play it during the Halloween marathon on ABC Family or whatever the fuck it's called now. No. No. We all agree on that. There's Perfect. no way Goonies is a fucking Halloween movie. But yeah, no, my, I, I was debating between Monster Squad and The Gate for my overrated pick of the week. You leave The Gate alone. Yeah. Throw a fucking pumpkin guts at your face. <laughs> Jesus Ooh, Christ. This one, Brian. Ooh, you support that violence? <laughs> a little bit you just talked about the gate. <laughs> Uh, but but no, because like I, I watched both movies. I, I, I watched Monster Squad and The Gate back to back because I knew one of those two was, was going to be my overrated pick of the week. I I do like both movies, but I think both movies get more love than they deserve. But I I love The Gate because I love the they had some cool ass practical effects in it, and there was a lot more horror oriented with the gate like the arm reaching out from underneath the bed that scared the fuck out of me for some reason I don't know why but Monster Squad it was just I don't know it, it, it went dry for me halfway through the movie and like if I was going to rate Monster Squad I'd give it like right in the middle of it, like a 5 is what I'd give Monster Squad was it the scary German dude that you didn't care for was that the scary German dude. Yeah. <laughs> that scary yeah, German dude has a I, I liked the scary German <laughs> dude. Okay. And I liked the little girl. You know. Okay. Whoa. That yeah. sounded weird. But... Yeah. Let's, let's not be saying that. Yeah. I mean, like. <laughs> Last thing you need she is was a, fucking she, police she was a fun character. She was a fun character in the movie. And I liked Horace. Wolfman about like eight movies like that though, or they're they're considered <laughs> kids movies then, but they're definitely not kids movies now. Like you got people calling each other faggots and stuff like that. I mean, you try to do that today. You're yeah. not gonna get away with that. Well, this is true. Whatsoever. So we'll never have kids movies like that again. No, we won't. Oh. All right. Did um, did you ever watch the Willies that we were supposed to do? Episodes ago for our first family. I haven't watched. Yeah, I. I would say it's a good anthology. Yeah. As uh, James Karen of. Uh, I said, I didn't even heard Dead. of it. I didn't even heard of it until you yeah. brought it up. Sean Aston's in it. No. Yeah. Good mm-hmm. movie. I love that meme to where like uh, Sean Aston from Stranger Things like hold up that's. Uh, Sean Aston from The Ring, and then somebody else like, hold up, that's Sean Aston from The Goonies. Shut the fuck. Or from Rudy. Sean, Sean. Yeah. I was say, so Rudy sh- and Cino Man. Rudy and Cino Man, yeah. He's got so many movies you can go back on, so when people say, that's the dude from Stranger Things, I'm like, no. Rewind. Back up. Go watch your history. You have a history class, use that as your history class. Watch some Sean Aston movies. That would be an awesome book report. A book report on Sean Astin. Uh-oh. I'm down. Not a book report, but a fucking... Not a book report, because there's not a book on Sean Astin, I don't think. But, like, a report on Sean Astin, that'd be cool. And somebody who's kind of broke these days, from what I understand. Oh, yeah? 
Um, no, he has a show on Netflix going right now with uh, Melissa Joan Hart. Ah, so he's still paying the bills. But I think yeah. he should be, like, uh, you know, throwing money at around Rich from all the movies that he's done from a kid to now. No, he has kids to put through college. Hmm. Right. So, so yeah. So what? Next week uh, we're going down under. Yep. Oh, horror down under. Or down under. Do you want to announce the movies? We're, uh, we are doing Wolf Creek, which I'm telling you right now, I fucking hate, but I'm going to watch it again. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> and second is the Loved Ones, which is actually a really good movie. So I'm excited to watch that again. Yes, bitch. Okay. I'm glad we're dropping this knowledge on this episode. So now that you know ahead of time, drop us some Australian horror knowledge on us. Send us some Australian horror to watch this week. Yeah. And shit like that. I was Great. I actually watched uh, Bait before we were uh, recording. That's a really good Australian shark film. There's an Australian shark. There is. It's called Bait. Uh, it takes place in is, a supermarket when a tsunami. Is there a ah. is there a kangaroo horror film? I want. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> what you had two with uh, the boars, Razorback and Boar. What about kangaroos? Yeah, I don't know about kangaroos. Um, and then there, a lot of them seem to be with the crocodiles. Sharing, have you watched both Wolf Creek movies? I have. Okay. I hate them both. Oh, God. But because it's your pick, I'm going to watch... <laughs> yes, everybody. It's Christy's pick. <laughs> That's the only reason I'm fucking yeah, so watching so that means we have to watch it. Oh, come on. <laughs> I was saying, I'll just... Good. You know what? I, I, there's yet to be a week... Wait, no, I guess technically, because I was done the one episode. How could so you not like Mick Taylor... I, I don't. I thought the movie was boring as shit. There you go. Well, I'm an outsider, outsider